There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Living life as a gringo Where you question Where you fit in Every time you mingle They say you do this With not enough that My rapping is really bad <laughs> This life as a gringo Yes, hello And welcome to another episode Of Life as a Gringo I am Drambos, of course It is our Thursday Trends episode I'll be flying solo today And uh, man, we're going to be getting Into a few different topics uh, on the sort of heavier side or the um, the the negative side, if you will, we'll be talking about the man, the wage gap, specifically when it comes to Latinas, and this is still an issue in this country. We'll also get into uh, new music from Selena, which I, I guess you know most would kind of think of as a good thing, but there's a bit of controversy uh, when it comes to this upcoming album. And on the positive side of things for our Mi Gente segment, we'll get into, man, a politician who is actually doing something for her constituents, signing a bill that makes college free for citizens of her state. We'll get into the details of that. Of course, I asked y'all's opinion on one of these topics. But first, man, let's just kind of dive right into some of the nonsense in a segment we call for the people in the back. Say it louder for the people in the back. All right, so let, let's kind of start on this idea of the wage gap in this country, specifically when it comes to Latinas, who are the most underpaid demographic in this country. And this article that came out on NBC News headline saying Latinas can work until they die and never recover wage gap losses, experts say. And it goes on to, to say Latinas working full-time year-round face lifetime losses that surpass $1.1 million. And this is according to Jasmine Tucker of the National Women's Law Center. And man, this is something I, I got to admit, I wasn't necessarily hip to until recently. My, my girlfriend has pointed this out to me. And, and there's all kinds of numbers to back it up. There was a study in 2020 where it showed that women of all races who work full-time year-round 
actually were paid on average just 83 cents for every dollar paid to a man. And this is according to the National Women's Law Center report. But then making it even worse, Latinas, Latin women, only earned 57 cents for every dollar paid to a non-Hispanic man, meaning that they had to work at least 21 months, nearly two years to match a white man's yearly income. And man, that's that's incredibly scary. And then they, they go on to kind of talk about COVID a bit, the idea of job losses. And they, they go on to say that Latinas experienced the largest decline in employment from February to May 2020, with about 21% of Latinas in the workforce losing their jobs. And there's all types of kind of you know, ideas around why this is. I mean, aside from the the obvious when it comes to kind of racism, there's also this idea that that Latin women have an issue advocating for themselves once they they kind of get an opportunity. And I mean, I've talked about this on the show before, the idea of imposter syndrome being incredibly prevalent when you talk about women of color, specifically Latinas in this case. And and oftentimes, you know, things like that can lead to not negotiating the the salary that you feel like you deserve, you know. And and I'll be completely honest with you, like I, you know, I'm 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 a man, so obviously I'm I'm of some privilege, but I didn't grow up knowing that you could negotiate a a salary, right? I thought that listen, this is an offer they make you, you take it or leave it, you know. It wasn't until really recently, and I have to kind of, you know, give a a, a big shout to to Charlemagne you know, who, while I was working at the breakfast club, taught me that, you know, you get what you negotiate at the end of the day. And I wish I knew that sooner. But you know, it's something I've taken with me these these last couple years as new opportunities have been coming into play. But had I not have kind of had that conversation with with someone like him, I wouldn't have negotiated for a better rate on different things. And, and the reality is every single time since then that I've made this a point to be a part of my life, every time I've asked for a higher rate than what's offered to me, I always end up getting more money just like I wanted, right? Like the the sad reality is that many of these recruiters or these people in hiring positions, like they they have a budget that is above what their initial offer is to you. And it's up to you to kind of try and figure out what that number is and to push them to give you the most money because for them, they're gonna, gonna go lowball you. And if you end up taking it, their superiors are going to view them as like a hero. Oh, you saved the company X amount of dollars. Wow, you're so great at your job. And, and it's kind of fucked up when you think about it, especially uh, you've heard kind of stories that I saw this tweet and I and I can't remember where it was from, but it was this this recruiter. It was this person who was a hiring manager basically sending out a tweet bragging about how she got an employee to agree to a salary that was, let's just say, like, $15,000 less than than what the actual budget was. And and her whole thing was like just save the company 15k, let this be a lesson people, make sure you know your worth. And she was a woman of color and, and somebody responded, imagine being a woman of color and thinking that taking advantage of another woman was something to brag about. And then I'm I'm kind of terribly paraphrasing, but they also somehow sneaked in there, your company doesn't give a damn about you. And this is just a twofold kind of thought that I'm I'm having as I think about this. A, if you're in a hiring position, like don't take advantage of people and their and their sort of ignorance to to how things work, you know? I understand, you know, you're trying to, you know, save some sort of a budget and this that and the third and there's always room for negotiation, but you don't have to try and lowball people to the point that it really is just you're taking advantage of their ignorance and their eagerness to find work. Now, on the flip side of that, you know, people in an interview process, remember, 
everything is negotiable at the end of the day and see where that line is. And, and once you kind of realize it, because they'll come back and tell you, sorry, that's out of our budget. At least, you know, you pushed for as much as you possibly can and got the best deal possible. Just some food for thought, but it, it really is a, a really scary thing when I, I think about it. And man, it's just this disgusting, you know, when you think about people just taking advantage of, of one another. I mean, I'll, I'll kind of finish off here with this article, but they're saying that it's estimated that Latinas lose close to $29,000 every year to pay disparities, man. And and they bring up like, that's enough money to pay for college tuition or afford a nice down payment on a house, man. Like, oof, you get what you negotiate. You got to negotiate for more money. When they give you that number, always aim to go higher. Or if they ask you, always go above what you're actually looking for. You know, they say, what, what, how much are you looking for? And you, you know, you want 75? Well, tell them I want 80. And then they'll usually try and meet you somewhere in the middle, right? Like all little negotiating tactics. And maybe next month is, um, I believe it's uh, Financial Literacy Month, if I'm not mistaken. If that's not the name, my, my producers are, are going to kill me. But we're going to do a bunch of stuff in April regarding uh, finances, financial literacy. And maybe I'll try and get somebody on here who can teach you about negotiating better wages, better pay, and, and things like that. Because I should, I think... This is all shit like, again, you know, we we were not taught, right? We weren't privy to. So just something to, to keep in mind and, and shit, we need to do better in this in this country. Now, on a little bit of a lighter note here, let's kind of get to this whole controversy, if you will, involving uh, Selena and this upcoming album. And I'm I'm uh, I'm getting this from we are me dot com. The 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 article describes the new album. And it says uh, her voice has been, quote, worked on with computers and fans are divided. And now this is being done by the family. Her her father, Abraham, is the one behind this, saying that the new album could be out as early as April. It consists of 13 songs. And he says, quote, it will be unlike any of the music fans have ever heard from Selena. Now, the catch to this is that he says that his daughter's voice was done using computers. So they're saying, according to their family, to to Abraham, her father. The songs in the new album will be repurposed from old songs Selena recorded, one of which from when she was as young as 13 years old. Interesting. So they're saying it's like this new technology that can actually update her voice to sound just like she did right before she passed away. And it's also being worked on by her brother, A.B. So obviously the family is involved I mean, which kind of, I guess, brings its own kind of controversy. There's been some, and they talk about this in the article, some people accuse her father of kind of milking her legacy for all that they possibly can. And and there's a lot of kind of negative backlash that you're getting from from people. And and, and to be fair, there's other, on the plus side, some people are saying, quote, what a beautiful way to keep her music and memory alive. Can't wait to hear it. Uh, and this, they're like pulling Twitter comments and things like that. I it, It's just fucking strange, though, at the end of the day, I, I have to say, I mean... As an artist myself, you know, obviously not to the level of somebody like Selena, but like, you know, the the truth is I've produced a lot of music. I've released some music. I have shelved certain music and, you know, I ha- I have files on my computer of, of, of songs and things like that that are never meant to see the, the light of day, you know, stuff that was really just an idea that I wasn't super into. And, you know, I, I felt like I didn't want to put out to the world. And it would feel a bit invasive to know that, you know, after I'm gone, after I have no control over this, some of those private sessions 
uh, are being put out there in the world and shit with her. It's even stranger because this isn't even music she was actually actively writing. It's literally like computerized versions of things and old recordings of her singing as a kid. Just really, really strange, strange stuff. And you, you kind of think to yourself, this only sort of hurts Selena's legacy and, and the legacy of her amazing music. I mean, because there's no possible way it could kind of live up to that. You know, when I think about certain artists that that I was a fan of that passed away, um, something that comes to mind recently was Lil Peep. And I, I have to be honest, the, the albums that came out after his death were, were terrible, in my opinion. I can't even listen to them. You know, uh, I, I would assume that most of them were were probably meant to be like demos that were never meant to be listened to by the world. Like there was a reason why he never finished a lot of those songs, you know, and I think that happens with a lot of artists. You know, when, when artists make albums, they might, you know, have a 10 song album, but they make 30 different songs for it and only 10 of them make the cut because the other 20 aren't that great, you know, and it's kind of like you want to respect that. You know, I mean, I, if, if it'd be one thing if Selena was like working on an album and it was really close to being done and the family and the producers who were helping her with it are now kind of just finishing it in the vein of what she thought you know that i can kind of understand i think even like somebody like pop smoke you know um to me his his album was done right after he passed because it was executive produced by 50 cent and as far as i know you can correct me on this if i'm wrong but from what i learned you know pop was a huge 50 cent fan and idolized him you know so to have your idol kind of come and take your ideas and finish them for you and produce an album in your memory to me is the right way to to do it you know but something like this just just sounds really weird and and definitely kind of rubs me the wrong way. I can't help but feel like it's a bit of a money grab. I don't think that, you know, you can say this is trying to keep like the memory and the legacy of Selena alive. I mean, I feel like Selena's legacy is cemented in history. You know, she's been gone 20 something years at this point and we haven't forgotten about her. You know, people dress up like her. Uh, you know, till this day at Halloween, the movie runs constantly on TV, you know, for another generation to discover, you know, the music lives on forever on streaming platforms. You know, I don't think that we are in in, you know, uh, a place where we might forget about her her legacy. She was, you know, that big of an artist, that important of an artist. I mean, there's a podcast about Selena, you know. So, yeah, I, I can't help but feel like this is a bit of a money grab by the family. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, if this is a part of their healing, I can't argue with that but to me something like this only kind of hurts her legacy a bit especially you know if the music is not great or up to the same standard of of her you know of the music she recorded while she was still alive to me it only kind of hurts uh the amazing amazing legacy that selena has but you know listen we'll wait and see and i'm, I'm hoping that i am uh going to be wrong on this one <sighs> i don't know y'all i, I don't know <laughs> Now, with that said, man, let's uh, let's get into some positive stuff. Somebody doing some positive things for the community. We'll do that in our Mijenta segment. But first, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there. I'm Honey German and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura podcast network. 
where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. All right, y'all. So with this one, it's it's a really positive kind of story. It's about college. And and this, uh, again, is from WeAreMeToo.com. And it's about um the New Mexico governor signing a bill making college tuition free for high school graduates and adult learners. Now, first and foremost, as the article mentions, we are in a student debt crisis here in the U.S. Americans owe approximately $1.8 trillion in student loans. And they're saying that if something's not done, those numbers will only continue to climb. I mean, shit, I am still paying off student loans for a degree that I did not need. I, I literally just found my diploma, dug it out of my parents' house where it's been sitting and buried in the basement for the last 10 plus years. Uh, and I now have it in my studio. But all that money, it's literally just a decoration. Now, I have my own thoughts about college. It's not for everybody, for every occupation. Obviously, uh, you know, everybody's able to have a different opinion on this. I just think for me, what pisses me off is that we were fed this this sort of dream of, you know, you graduate high school, you go straight to college, you get promised this job and life is fucking grand. And the reality is college turned out to be a giant money grab, you know, from every level. I remember community college having me take really bullshit classes, having me have to pay to take a gym or a health class when, you know, you've taken both those classes since you were in middle school, you know, and, and that's just a money grab, you know, stupid things like that. Advisors not properly advising you and you taking and paying for classes that are completely unnecessary, having to pay for a class just so you can do a free internship and get credit for it. All like all these stupid things that college makes you do. I can remember getting offered a free internship and I was going to go try and get uh, and see if, you know, my college would give me credit for it. And they wanted me to take a class that cost, you know, my community college at the time cost, uh, it was like $1,200 for the semester and had and met once a week. So I had to, they wanted me to pay $1,000 essentially to work for free. 
Obviously, I said fuck no to that. And luckily, the job was willing to, you know, give me the internship, even if it was unaccredited. But all those kinds of things are money grabs. And listen, I ended up, you know, transferring, getting my bachelor's degree. And at the end of the day, you know, I didn't need it for the industry that I'm I'm in. So I, that, that'd be my only advice. I'm going to that's that's my my uh, my only advice I'm going to give on college right now is that, you know, make sure that when you're encouraging somebody to go, you yourself are going make sure that they're that you or they actually need that for the industry that they're in. Uh, if if not in today's day and age, they'd be better off, you know, learning about their industry hands on as best they can, networking and, and and all that kind of stuff. Now to this article, this is a a tweet from Governor Michelle Luan Grisham says signed the New Mexico Opportunity Scholarship Act expanding tuition free college to more New Mexicans than ever before. A fully funded Opportunity Scholarship opens the door for every New Mexican to reach higher strengthening our economy, our families, and our communities. Now, obviously, New Mexico has a large Latin population, so this is incredible. The The idea that Latinos can have a, an opportunity for higher education if their job does, in fact, require it, I think is an amazing thing. The scholarship will actually waive tuition for any New Mexico resident who attends an in-state public college or university. And they're saying that's roughly 120,000 college students that will receive free tuition. And this is so incredible. I mean, I, I think, you know, the the reality is like we we sadly have turned higher education into big business in this country, you know, and especially in the day and age that we live in where the college diploma is essentially equivalent to what a high school diploma once was, you know, where everybody kind of has one. And it doesn't really set you apart necessarily in your given field. Things like this need to be done you know so many kids are kind of talked into this idea of and this promise of going to college post high school you know and the sad thing is you know like i said college has become a gigantic business i mean you think about even the sports teams you know college coaches are making more money than nfl coaches you know like like college itself is a gigantic gigantic business don't get me started on like the college uh you know student athletes and all these different things who don't get paid but their coaches are making millions of dollars a year, the school's making all this money, et cetera, et cetera. But I, I think at the very least, community colleges and, and trade schools should be free to any American that is interested in, in doing so, interested in attending those things. You want to do things like boost the economy, create new opportunities. To me, this is the pathway to do so. And then obviously, when you talk about that student loan debt, we want to forgive that student loan debt because people have been lied to. There's been predatory loans. Um, man, all, all kinds of just terrible, terrible things. I mean, I would recommend Hassan Minaj when he addresses the Senate or the House. I can't remember who he was talking to, but gets into this whole idea of the student loan debt. YouTube it. It's absolutely incredible what he what he says and the way that he owns these people and makes him realize just how ridiculous, you know, a lot of these loans from companies like Sally Mae and, and, and you know, all the other ones that exist have been. And actually, a lot of them are having to pay back people because they were predatory loans that were taken out unfairly or, or certain uh, things were not made known to the borrower. And one last thing, isn't it ironic that they'll let you take out $100,000 worth of student loans, but they won't give you a loan to start a business, to buy a house, to invest in real estate, right? Think about that. I know I'm kind of getting off topic here. This is supposed to be the positive part, but kind of think about that. It just doesn't, doesn't make sense. And it just goes to show you at the end of the day, it's all about business. It's all about making money off of people and bleeding us dry and leaving us to pay back these student loans for the majority of our of our lives. It just doesn't doesn't make any sense.
Meanwhile, you know, jobs are not paying rates that match up with the cost of living these days. But that's a topic for another time uh, that I could totally get into. Again, I think April being like financial literacy month, I want to dive into a bunch of this type of shit for April. Now, with that said, man, I want to hear from y'all in our Ask a Gringo segment. Get your opinion on one of these topics that we've been diving into. Ask a Gringo. All right, so I just quickly want to kind of dive into just a couple of the answers that I got here. The question that I asked you uh, is, is basically in regards to this whole thing with Selena. And I asked, is it okay to release music from artists after they pass? Why or why not? I'll read you a few that we got here. Uh, first one, at Edgar's official underscore. He says, uh, I think one posthumous album is good. Sometimes it doesn't match their overall style. Yeah, I mean, I, I would agree with this depending on when the album kind of comes out and the context behind it. Again, I think you had somebody like Pop Smoke who was working on new material. It made sense. I think even Juice World has had a, a, a hit or two after his, his passing. It's obvious that he had like music that was really close to kind of being done. I think that I, I would agree with you on that one. I, I just think Selena 20 something years later just sounds like a bit of a, a money grab like it's not even like uh a, an album of like oh the lost tapes here were some recording sessions that she did you know when she was like had a week off tour one time and, and like now we're sharing it with the world it's literally just like invented music out of nowhere and they're not even doing a lot of the stuff in the style that it was recorded you know or as it was intended and it's shit for when she was like 13 as young as 13 years old like what i wouldn't want any of my art from 13 years old to be presented to the world as like something new to be judged by everybody it just doesn't make sense you know out of context it doesn't make sense and and it just really really feels like a bit of a money grab at eric kurtzog in a few words says it's just weird and i agree with that this this situation is like the epitome of weird it's weird in general to kind of be like this artist has passed and now you're kind of hearing oh new music from them and it's like, okay, this is cool, but it's kind of sad. You know, even like Pop Smoke, I keep referencing that because that was one of the more recent ones where he like had hit after hit. And it just makes you feel like, damn, this is just strange that somebody's profiting off of all of this and he's not, and that he's having the biggest success of his career and he's not here to accept it. It just makes it feel eerie and, and kind of sad. And this one with Selena is just weird. You're using computers to like make new music from old stuff and like aging it with some sort of technology. It just it just sounds terrible and it's just weird. And last one at Elizabeth underscore ZR said, yes, as long as it's handled with a lot of care and with the approval from their close ones, wife, kids, etc. And And yeah, I get that. I think that in normal circumstances, I would agree with that. I think you want to make sure that it's something that you know their closest family the the people closest to them are are standing behind but i think in in certain scenarios like this one it, it just seems like they're wanting to collect that check i mean it even kind of felt that way again i brought up little pete before it just seemed like random records that you know people were trying to to make money off of uh just to collect another check it just doesn't feel right i mean the same thing i see with like XXX Tentacion, there's like random things that come out now after he's uh, passed, you know, like random music or projects, whatever it is, and, and merchandise and things like that. And that especially just feels like a money grab. And listen, at the end of the day, I can't tell people how to mourn. I mean, you know, the people in charge of this stuff are the heads of their estate, usually their family, 
uh, if their mother's still alive or, or you know, their, their father, a brother, sister, spouse, etc. You know, so I can't tell them what to do with something that is incredibly personal to them. You know, the, the memory of the, the person they love very much, but it just doesn't it doesn't feel right. This one, especially, I think maybe my rule of thumb might be like, depending on how long they've passed away and and where did these recordings come from? Even Johnny Cash had like a, an album come out that I have it on vinyl of like some session that, that never got released. And to me, that's kind of cool. I mean, granted, the music isn't up to par with like what you expect from everything else, but I think that there's something interesting that it was like this very specific time period of like demos that he recorded. And it's just interesting to kind of hear where his mind was at during that time. Like that kind of shit, I'm okay with because there's some sort of pre-context to it. It was a real thing that happened. This whole thing with Selena and this like computer manufactured music. I don't know, man. That ain't it for me. Now, with that said, thank y'all so much for participating in our Ask a Gringo segment at DJ Drombos on Instagram. You want to be a part of the conversation. And man, we're going to get ready to wrap things up and kind of tie it all together in a neat little bow. But first, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there, I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Time for conclusion. All right, so I, I went through a few different stories in today's show, obviously. I think one of the more egregious things that I hope gets talked about even more is is the the wage gap for, for Latin women. I mean, it's just terrible to think. When you see some of these numbers like 
throughout the course of their lifetime, they're going to lose more than $1.1 million. Like the fact that in comparison to their white male counterparts, they're making 57 cents for every dollar that they lose close to $29,000 every year just because of pay disparities. Like that's that's so fucking crazy to me. It's so disgusting and so terrible, you know, like they say this, like they're being robbed of $1.1 million over their career, you know, and that's why. Things like affirmative action are so important. And obviously, it, it's things like to show that affirmative action is, is not doing enough. But man, to anybody that complains ever about the idea of affirmative action. Oh, but it's just not fair for, for you know, white people. Bro, look at these fucking facts. Like, we're still playing catch up over here. And in a huge, huge way. Like, y'all gotta chill. You've been given, you know the fucking keys to the kingdom for uh, on pure mediocrity for so long. Like we need a chance to, to catch up because it's very obvious that even with those types of programs in mind, shit like this is still coming up. It's still happening, you know, so we need all the help we could possibly get, especially Latin women, man. And, and you just, you can't help but hope that people just do better. You know, we just need people to do better. And then we talked about, obviously, Selena and this new album that's apparently coming out. The whole shit just sounds weird to me, if I'm keeping it 100. Like, computerized versions to age her voice. Like, why? Like, put out a fucking documentary. I'd rather watch a documentary on her life. I'd rather, you know, 20-something years remembrance of, of Selena's life in some other way commemorated. Why not do a cover album, get a bunch of artists, you know, Latin artists of today's day and age to to cover some of Selena's greatest hits for the fans. You know what I mean? Like like shit like that I think would be would be fine to me, but but this whole thing just sounds kind of wacky and and just man, fucking weird. Like there's no other way to put it. It just sounds sounds weird and man, I don't know. I'm not I'm not here for it. Hopefully I will be pleasantly surprised, but not here for it right now. And last thing when it comes to to college over here, man, the shit needs to be free. Uh, at least on a community college level in general, but it's great to see scholarships like this one happening, to see governors actually giving a fuck about their constituents, about the people who put them in office. So so big shout out to the governor of, of New Mexico, Michelle Lujan Grisham. And uh, and yeah, I hope people begin to follow suit. And I hope this also can can lead to more student loan forgiveness because we need it. It's a crisis in this country right now. And so many people are trying to pay off these predatory loans while also trying to build a life for themselves based off of these kind of false promises that they've been given and fed since high school you know so man we we need to we need to just do better in in, in that field of student loans and all that kind of stuff now with that said thank y'all so much for tuning into today's episode listen i'm an open book if y'all have you know suggestions for future episodes people you want me to check out topics you want me to cover feel free to hit me up in them DMs. I usually get a chance to to check those out. I've taken a few people's suggestions, so please keep them coming. It helps me kind of know what exactly you are are fucking with and it helps me to kind of keep the the show fresh and exciting for all of us. And uh, I've mentioned this before, but we've been scheduling our public speaking dates. I've been talking to different companies and I'm, I'm loving doing it. You know, if you have a school, an organization, uh, any of anything like that, 
and you want me to come and talk to your 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 people, your crew, your class, your employees, whatever it may be. I'm, I'm here for it. We're really going to be hitting the public speaking circuit really hard this year. So go to dramos.com for all that contact information. And man, that's it. Have a beautiful, beautiful weekend. I hope that wherever you are, you are getting some of this beautiful weather that we need. Go do something outside in nature and have an amazing weekend. And I'll talk to y'all on Tuesday with a brand new episode. Until then, stay safe. Peace. Life as a Gringo is a production of iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What the world needs now is is positivity connecting relating and being human together is where it's at hi there honey german and i know life happens but trust you got this and state farm got us it feels good knowing that state farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24 7 like a good neighbor state farm is there are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your your perfect home sweet home.